0: Welcome back! It is episode twenty-one of the Taxi Squad podcast, number three of the College Football Review. We are back with Norman Nate. It is a big, big week. How are you feeling, my friend?
1: Oh, I'm feeling great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's
1: sarcasm. I've never, I've never, <laughs> never, I've never felt better. Boomer sooner, if you will. <laughs>
0: Well, as uh, we all know, Nathan, uh, being a little condescending this episode, uh, Nathan, why don't you explain to the masses what happened to uh, the Sooners this, uh, this lovely weekend, and then also go into the uh, follow-up of what happened after that lovely game.
1: Yeah, sure. I'd, I'd love to kick that off. So for, for the masses to, to, to break it down, you know, shorthand, if you will, uh, Lincoln Riley's a punk bitch. And, uh, that's, uh, that's pretty much how I feel about it. Uh, what went down was, uh, you know, he lost to Baylor, which is trash. Um, you know, and then, and then he decides to go ahead and, uh, get his ass kicked up and down the field by little sister, Oklahoma state, which, which by the way is one in 17 against the Sooners in the Gundiera. Uh, now they're, they're two and 17. So God bless them. You know, I hope it was a good party. Uh, I'm sure it was right. Uh, when you get accustomed to losing, when you accidentally win a game, hey, man, you know, hats off to you. Uh, beer's on me. Um, so, you know, he takes his ass whooping by an in-state rival, uh, which is, is the only reason it's a rivalry is because it's an in-state deal, right? We just, we just wax that ass year after year after year. Uh, but here we are. And, uh, and so then the day after that, he decides uh, to announce that he's going to USC. Uh, and, Fight uh, on. Yeah, how about that? The land of well, the home, uh, well, t- you know, and lockdowns and everything else, so good, fuck them, uh, you won't be able to go outside without, you know, so fucking goddamn ID card or some bullshit, whatever they're doing out there.
0: So, so
1: to give everybody some uh, understanding of
0: why this is such a bittersweet episode for myself, uh, the entire reason I'm into college football was the uh, Matt Leinart, Reggie Bush era of USC football. And uh, I adopted uh, the Sooner Nation as I date a girl from Tulsa, and she's a huge Sooner fan, and Nathan and I growing our friendship over the years, and going now uh, to the past three bedlands over the past three years prior to this year. So this is a very bittersweet uh, weekend for me. I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, it is, a, uh, it is a great feeling to know you have a great head coach now. Uh, in a failing, failing program over the past few years where Clay Helton was just trash. And, you know, now we're getting to a point where it seems like they're about to turn the corner. But, you know, my whole thing is, I mean, listen, we all knew that they really didn't have the squad this year to do it. The offense was looking anemic. Defense was starting to look good with your boy Grinch. But what do you think was really the the biggest fumble here with uh, this offense? Just... You know, it seems like it started with Baylor. And then from there, it just really went downhill.
1: Yeah, I think his heart wasn't in it. It's obvious, you know, he's come publicly and said that, you know, uh, you know, on the record that, yeah, it's really crazy. You know, after the game, uh, you know, USC just kind of texted me uh, and said, hey, we just kind of would like you to be a head coach. You you I kind of went to bed and just, you know, had some ice cream and was like, yeah, fuck it. Let's pack up the family and we'll be gone by Monday. And, you know, I, I have a hard time believing that, right? And so that's why, you know, Nick, Nick Benito, one of our linebackers, he's a junior, he's from Florida, um, you know, so we, rec- we recruit nationally, uh, as, as like all big programs do. And Nick Benito just flat out called him a liar. And DeMarco Murray stood up and called him out in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those that don't know, you know, um, USC at one point was running back you. We've had some pretty fucking good ones ourselves at OU, and Demarco Murray was certainly one of them. Uh, and he came on to to be the the running backs coach. And quite frankly, I hope they offer him the fucking job. The guy's a hardcore fucking Demarco. Sir. I yeah, I would love yeah, him. I would think it'd be great for us uh, with his NFL experience, being able to talk to these kids about what to expect and how to recruit. He's still young enough; he speaks the language. Uh, he gets it, you know, Instagram and all this other bullshit that all the kids are on now. He gets it. Um, and so I think that would be a great one, but I'm glad they called him the fuck out. I mean, like the punk that he is, he only spent two minutes in front of them. And that's, that, that's what really, that's what really burns me. I mean, you know, you would never see a situation, uh, of where a leader loses, uh, you know, on a big, massive sale or in this case, you know, you have a situation where it's an in-state rivalry, right? And that literally the day after you lose that abandoning your team before the season is over, dude, you know, and his, his thing is in this day and age, you know, fuck you, dude. You know, this is football, man. And people forget that dude, that this is a warrior sport, right? And you're going to war with these kids and these kids are fucking out there bleeding and putting their fucking bodies out there on the line. and you told them all this bullshit in front of their families, how you're going to take care of their kid and that you're, you're here to get them to the nfl and to win championships and do all these things and then before the season's over and and literally two days from 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 a big rivalry loss you're on an airplane and i gotta i gotta tell you dude straight and i gotta tell the people dude you don't think oklahoma's gonna use that in their to their advantage oh easily absolutely yeah hey look mrs and mrs johnny smith you know, do you really want your son to have somebody just fucking turn tail and quit on your fucking kids? Hell no. You know, OU, I think that's more, I think that's more
0: of a, a, a testament though, of, of Lincoln Riley and Lincoln Riley's character. I don't think that hurts OU overall. No,
1: in the program. I, I don't, I don't think it does. And the, and the few kids that we lost out of that, you know, they don't get it. I get that. And, and, and Lincoln was in bed with them if you will uh of getting them here they like him i get that and they like his that makes sense to me right but long term dude i think oh you will be just fine in that sense because i think they're going to bring that to, to kids attentions you know we haven't had a coach voluntarily leave our program for another college program since 1947 what so Fucking law, yeah. Fucking research that shit, right? Oh
2: my god! Then,
1: uh, so that's a big deal, dude. You know, and it's a big deal for our program. Our athletic director, Joe Castellion, we call him Joey C.
2: Uh,
1: Let's go! He's yeah, buddy. You know? Shout out
0: to our people, Vince. Shout out to our <laughs> that's people. It, that's Shout out it. to the Italian
1: ads out there. <laughs> he uh he's doing a hell Mm -hmm. of a job you know our softball national champions men and women's national champions he hired new basketball women's and men's women's
2: women's basketball ain't half bad too no no and so you know he's
0: isn't the women's gymnastics isn't that like one of the best things of ou basically isn't that like one of its best programs
1: them, the women and the men the 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 men and women gymnastics are ridiculous
0: the last
1: uh, the last olympics were coached by uh our men's uh gymnastics coach when they went to rio uh okay. the u.s team was represented by him yeah our men's gymnastics i mean they're like undefeated damn near i think in the last like 10 years it's been unbelievable um they're really really good uh, and the women's they they win just about every national championship uh, here in the last five years, I think a year or two ago they lost, but I mean they're always in the top three. Um, so they've racked up a ton. The softball program—they're getting a big, huge new uh, softball stadium. And I know that no one really gives a shit, but what I'm going with that is the resources, the funds, and our athletic director—we're uh, going to find another coach. And I hope it is Demarco Murray. And and I saw that you know we you know, talked, Do you think that's a
2: real possibility?
1: I think I think it's really clever and wise. You know, that would
2: be a quick turnover
1: it, it from would, like him it, just
2: coming in and coaching and then immediately going straight to head coach of a big program like that. Uh,
1: uh, yes and no, right? And so I, I hear what you're saying, but, you know, and this is something, too, that that a lot of non-football people I don't think really appreciate. i sure you, you guys are well aware of it, but on a football staff, you have fucking 50-something coaches, right? Oh, yeah. So, you know, with the assistance and the guidance around him – I think really is a figurehead, him bringing in more recruits uh, and, and his ties uh, with both current and former NFL players, it would just be too big of a swing and a miss, man. So well, really, it, it really it's, to really, really to go after whatever else is out on the market, you know? Like when this job opened
0: to me, it was more so like, okay, all right, he's out as head coach. He's going to leave now to go California Dreaming. Okay, cool. Well, who's going to be the guy to take over? Are they going to go internal? I know your guy, Alex Grinch, was the first person that came to my mind. First, and I, right, he's in
2: Cal, California now, right? Right, and and yeah,
0: and Nathan, who broke the news to you that Alex Grinch was going with right
1: I'm in the fucking oral field, working my ass off. If so I didn't get <laughs> this fucking bullshit, and so I, uh, I that I about had a seizure. Uh, <laughs> I still uh, have hey, the guys. The guys, today at work, they're like, "Dude, you have fucking Tourette's," and I'm like, "No, God." <laughs> Fucking all these jokers! Lincoln took the whole damn staff. You're just going know. nuts,
0: oh, that- man. I mean, I I saw this, and and you know, my whole thing is is how long? Like, if if we're all gonna really think about this, how long do you think this has been in the works? Where his agent reaches out to him to say, "Do you have interest in the USC job?" And- as soon as fired. As soon as he got fired.
1: Perhaps Ooh. even before that. If, if they. If oh, you they mean Clay the-
0: Helton? You mean as, as soon yeah. as Clay got fired?
1: Yeah. I I think it's been for a very long time, perhaps softly. Right. Perhaps as soon as that happened, I think that it maybe not have necessarily been aggressive, but I think, I think the bug was at least planted there, you know, and me and my father, my dad's been a sooner fan since the fifties, man. And, you know, and he's seen Lincoln obviously since he's been there and everything else. And he's like, dude, what is up with his offense? Right. It's not your typical Lincoln Riley offense quarterback be damned. The, the play calling, the scheming, the whole 9 yards uh, is, is very un Riley. We're like where is his head at this season, right? Um and so obviously we knew that it was in Los Angeles now. You yeah. know, California I, I dreaming. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I,
0: that's that's interesting. You know, and, and I think you hit it you hit it on the head best where ultimately you know someone's head and heart maybe isn't totally in it. But I, I really think the DeMarco thing is an interesting play if they were to go that route. I think they're gonna go with somebody with more experience. Yeah. They will. They'll go
1: with some ass hat like Vernables. I know they're going to do it. His plane allegedly landed on Monday in Norman. You've seen I'm- those plane trackers? You ever see those things? Oh yeah I love them. You can I track wherever
2: them. the planes are going. It's amazing. <laughs>
1: it's crazy. And it's seriously? Really-
2: yeah. You can oh, just yeah. track where team planes are going. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's absolutely no you go on flight aware you can get any civilian plane. It's crazy. Mm-hmm watch your family it's nuts hell live atc you can actually listen to air traffic controllers my dad's an air traffic controller there you go people you can can literally listen to hey nathan nathan you might have to call your pops and be like all right
0: who's headed who's headed to norman over yeah who's headed (laughs) to norman from uh south carolina I i don't want
1: i don't want to do it because i know i know it's going to be some jerk off like fucking Vernal. I know it's going to be what? Okay, a quick what little is, flight what? from
2: Baylor to Oklahoma for Aranda. there.
1: Go, go to fucking Waco. I know. man.
0: <laughs> fucking well, fucking I, I really think it, I think they're going to, it's not just going to be Venables and over. I think they're going to, they're going to go through the coaching carousel. I think oh, yeah. in my eyes, the guy who would make the most sense is Matt Campbell at Iowa state. Mm-hmm. Did a great job with that program over the past few years. And I mean, listen, <laughs> big 12. You, you're rarely going to get into the top four um so I, I feel as if you know this is an opportunity for Matt Campbell to get an SEC and really show what he's worth I mean because think about it he did beat Riley twice
1: he did and uh, he's a little a little weird for me but you know what I do like about him he is not scared obviously right he takes Iowa State which is in the land that God forgot which is Ames Iowa right I mean, Jesus, you, you want to talk about worse than Norman, right? I mean, it you is. You won't hear
2: any any argument from me, I'll tell you that.
1: Right, you know? And so so he takes him in, and he takes on a juggernaut like OU, and he tells his boys, look, man, you're athletes too. Let's go punch him in the mouth. So going to the SEC, I think, I think that's an interesting one. Um, he's a little bit of like the Mad Hatter, uh, obviously not with his off-field issues, but he's a little bit kind of odd. I wouldn't mind him, but, dude, with uh, – it's, they're like the San Diego Chargers. They are. I'm from San Diego. It is what it is. They're going to win. They'll go 800, 900 in the season, right? They'll win most of their games, and they get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. The San Diego Chargers and the Oklahoma Sooners are the same fucking people, and the San Diego Chargers hire the same jackoffs all the fucking time. I remember growing hey, up... Hey, they got a team. decent coach now. They do. God bless them, and they'll yeah. fuck it up. I promise. I... <laughs> God cuz hey, my witness. They fuck it up.
0: Don't talk about my Pac-12 came like that. Don't talk about Justin Herbert like that. The <laughs> guy's a stud, yeah. man.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, unfortunately for him, he went to the fucking Chargers. I, he couldn't have went anywhere else and had a great career.
0: Well, uh, he, he got signed by – I mean, he got drafted by the Chargers. He really didn't have a choice at that. But, I mean, well, that again,
1: Eli Manning had a choice. He said, fuck that. Want to the Giants. <laughs> That's a good
0: point. That's a really
1: good but, point.
0: Well, Eli had a choice because of his daddy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right.
1: That's not going to NFL and the Chargers. But the, the, what I'm saying is they went from uh, Schottenheimer uh, to that other guy was Norm Turner, Bob Ross Norm or whatever. Was, fucking Norm Turner is the same jerk offs every fucking two or three years. And it was crazy because them assholes would every year go to the playoffs and they'd be fucking 11 and two or whatever the hell it was. And when most of their games, all oh, man, Chargers, rah, rah, rah. They're just like now. Oh, they're so great. Goddamn Right. And they will get knocked out in the first round, even if they get a bye, because that is who they are as a program. It is what it is. Yeah. And the the Sooners, bro, it just that is same what shit. It, is. it don't matter if we're in the SEC or the Mountain West Conference. It makes no fucks. We will win most of our games every fucking year, and we will choke when it fucking matters. That is who we are, and it it, it pains me to say that. I, I hope one day that we can turn that that chapter uh you know and and, and that page and get over ourselves i, I just don't see it happening and Some with self awareness at least
2: though i like to hear it <laughs>
1: yeah i do i'm very self-aware it is what it is i like to call balls and strikes and fucking brent venerables like the chargers because he was at ou before and then because of quote unquote what he did under his daddy, Dabo Sweeney. And I think, it, like I was saying before we got on here, I believe a lot of that recruiting had to do with Dabo Sweeney. Right. No, of course. But, I mean, what, the
0: recruiting always it, really starts with
1: the head coach, though. Oh, it does. Yeah, it does. Let's face it. Yeah. It does. And, and dude, I'm telling you, you shared that one deal with me with that guy you know on that Rich Eisen and stuff. And they're like, well, if you'll forget, you know. They were turning off, you know, with with Bro Brent. They were turning off, turning around, you know, first round defensive uh, players, you know, first round picks and
0: bullshit. Ultimate. I feel like that's what that's what OU needs, though. They need a defensive head coach. Yeah, they need bring a lot that more
1: one year he produced. And and for the record, go back and check it out. People were jacking up 45, 50 points when he was there too. I mean, so you know, it wasn't like you know it was georgia right where they're throwing out shutouts every other week you know it, it wasn't that way under brent verneble so I, I think that he is a little more sexy to my boy joey c than he really should be right it's kind of like you know when you're younger and you're single and you have one too many beers you wake up in the next morning and you're like damn she was a lot better looking last <laughs> night 130 <at 1:30." laughs> <laughs> I
0: yeah, now, I, I, don't, I don't know if that's Venables, but like, here's what I could see happening. And this is something where you get a guy like Venables and then you bring in a guy, maybe like Graham Harrell, former big 12 quarterback, knows what OU is about, runs an air raid offense. I think it might be interesting for him to become OC. And then you start picking up the pieces along that route. You know, it would kind of be interesting to, to see that happen also. You know, because I think Venner would have the contacts in the industry to make something like that happen. Because he'll be coming with a coaching staff. There's no two bones about it.
1: Right. But, you know, for me, I'm over the air raid. I'm sick of, of recruiting five foot nine slot receivers as our number one wide receiver. I'm sick of five wide circus animal bullshit. Why don't, especially since we're going to the SEC, why don't we pony up and Big Ten SEC it? Let's run some fucking I formation, twin tight ends. Let's get some offensive linemen that can bench press buses. Let's do let's talk the offensive line. You wanna talk about some dudes that lost their virginity this weekend? (laughs) those guys i don't (laughs) dude i almost called child protective services dude i mean they were just getting their they got their ass whooped so bad well Uh,
0: that defense was top two dude
1: yeah and that's fine but man uh you gotta have more self-respect than that in a fourth quarter our dude our our center had his ass kicked so he was knocked on his butt so hard for so long at the, the fourth quarter, he was bouncing the snaps back to Caleb Williams. In the oh, dude, game. he
0: he did look shook that game. I'm not going to lie. I oh. was like, God, why are there so many terrible oh, snaps? Man. So you oh, think man. he was shitting his pants, huh?
1: Oh, oh, yeah. That dude right now is probably still at some kind of hospital somewhere in the state of Oklahoma being treated for PTSD right now. <laughs> because Adult that diapers. Dude, he is having nightmare tremors, cold sweats. <laughs> Of what happened to him on Saturday.
2: I do want to and ask he- something really quick. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. and it goes the same way with the Notre Dame situation. Cause it's easy to compare as they both just happened, but oh, we're going to get into that. No, we are for sure. But as far as he comes in, he takes the job. Everybody hears about it. He obviously didn't like tell many people. So a lot of people heard through the media circus, they come in and they, he gets what a two minute meeting. He gets roasted obviously by DeMarco, but that wasn't the plan two-minute right. meeting and he's out there like nothing happened and i mean the same thing happened with notre dame it's like i i understand the whole we gotta move it's the new world blah 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 like you at least owe them 25 30 minutes to talk to them get their opinion on stuff i don't i don't know if it's like a hey you're with us now so don't talk to those guys or whatever it sure. may be but it's it doesn't make sense to me
1: and, well and it doesn't and 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 to his to his and his little you know half caught comment of uh, you know, in this day and age, such as uh, hey, I don't care if it's 2021, 1926, or 4082, you gotta be a fucking man, dude. Yeah, and I'm I'm really over this general acceptance of not being a man. You hey, look, talk
2: to him. talk dude, to face, him. Face
1: face the music, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey guys, you know what? Look, here's the deal: I do love you guys. I, I, I put everything I had there out, I gave everything you had. But, dude, go ahead and curse me out. I'm here for it because, dude, I am leaving, and I'm on a fucking plane Monday. Face the music like a man. And you know what? Those kids would have been pissed, but they would have fucking respected you, you know? A lot more. and yeah. A lot more. And, and that, really, that really kind of burns my asshole, you know, where just very <laughs> flippantly we're just like, you know what? Fuck them, you know? Uh, I, I don't really know these kids and to hell with them, you know, maybe they'll make it in the NFL. Maybe they won't. I don't give a shit. I'm on my way. Well, to I mean, well, being
2: to check. But yeah.
0: Then again, I mean, we're, we're all going off speculation here, boys. I mean, who knows what was really said? Who knows how long the meeting goes? You know, if... Hey,
2: they got them walking in and they got them walking out. That was a couple of Oh, they minutes. did. Hell they yeah. Did. Both Absolutely. of them. Yeah. It was I like, didn't... it was like four minutes.
0: They had <laughs> listen. Right. From, from someone who has, you know, switched jobs, put in two week notices, done those things. There are certain situations though, and, and a lot of people don't know what's going on and I'm not defending the way he handled this. I mean, you know, understanding how the ethics of business works and and how to handle yourself in a professional environment. It's probably not the best way, especially when there's young minds uh, at risk too, you know, I mean, these kids are going to be affected by this negatively, no matter what way you slice it. Um, yeah. and, and I mean, basically that's what they are. I mean, no matter what way you look at it, they are still kids. So, You know, this is going to fuck with them for a little bit. But, I mean, at least coach the last game. At least give some clarity for what's going on.
1: Yeah. And after a rivalry game where these kids are already devastated, right? Right. Kids are from all over the country. These kids know how important that game was. Just like Texas is. You beat little sister from up north. That is just what you do. They know they care, you know. And so a day after that, you want to kick them in the balls twice. It's bullshit, you know. It really at, least,
0: isn't- at least coach the last game. Like my whole thing, um, yeah. my whole thing, um, you know, is this basically, you know, you know, what's going on and, and behind closed doors probably for weeks now. And this has been under wraps all over different media markets. And even if it does get leaked that you're going to go at least try and just deny, deny, deny until the time is done and you finish right. your last game if that's whatever the potato right. bowl be done and and say guys this is it right no right.
1: for absolutely absolutely you know
0: we say it, I, I just didn't understand the hurry to split it seemed like right. he was just defeated and done and yeah. knew what he wanted and that was it yeah, i so I, i'm i'm excited as an sc fan my entire life
2: that i get it oh coach dude you are out. you are way more excited I am. And, that and I phone call earlier, it. you're just like, woohoo hoo I'm like, get out of here.
0: <laughs> well, listen, it's such a bit, like I said to everybody at the beginning of the episode, it's such a bittersweet uh, thing for me because I do love OU. It's two separate conferences. I never would have thought these worlds collided, ever um so i know what lincoln riley's about i know what he brings to the table i know how he recruits i know the talent he brings uh and you know not only that but the coaching staff he's bringing isn't nothing to shake a stick at so um it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see I, i really disagree with the way that he left it though yeah. But I mean, do you really think, Nathan, that he just got totally scared off by the SEC thing? Do you think that was really the main reason? Why oh, he, he did. It? Oh, he did. he did.
1: Yeah. So I, I think um, because he's such a quote unquote, his own words, this day and age guy. I think that he's a statistician, right? I think that he is really big in his own personal stats, and he just wants to win fucking football games at all costs. Well, he wants to win a national
2: championship. It's a legacy (laughs) thing, though. It is a legacy
1: thing. It is a legacy thing, and he would like to go, you know, 240 and 10. You know, that would be his ultimate goal, right, as it is for everybody. But this one, more so than anybody else, I think he's not willing to put his balls on the line and go out there and step up and say, Hey, look, I can do this. We can do this. Let's go get, and that's kind of a Matt Campbell, right? That's kind of his headset, his, his, his mindset. You know, we can do this thing, right? Um, He's going to go, yeah, we'll probably lose four a game. The sooner fans are going to tweet me all kinds of nasty messages. I'll go to California where nobody in Los Angeles gives half of a fuck that they're even there. And the only people that will talk shit to me are national guys and fuck them, you know, and all my fans all over the country, whatever. And Norman, dude, the guy lives like a quarter mile from the fucking stadium. You know, dude, he gets a lot of fucking shit talking in Norman. Los Angeles, he loses a game, he can literally slip into oblivion. He looks like everybody else that lives there, too. Absolutely. Jim Rome talks about this all the time that in the Los Angeles market, there's just so much sports, major sports in that arena, in that area. But the microscope
0: is always on SC, the Dodgers
1: but but it's but it's at a national level not at a local level not you don't feel the heat in your community literally lincoln riley can walk anywhere in fucking los angeles no one will even know who the fuck he is i probably right you're probably
0: right i mean outside of outside of that little pocket right he goes goes to to a
1: restaurant anywhere in the state of oklahoma they know who he fucking is, and they're going to be fucking, you know, dogging him like, hey, dog, what the fuck happened on Saturday? It doesn't happen that way. I think that more so than anything was him. He's going to win a lot of games in the Pac-12, obviously. He can rule that conference, and He's then any, any level of fire, it will happen nationally, not locally. Fuck the national guys. They're not that same personal attention. It's personal, right? When you live in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, population – Thirty. When you live in, you know Norman, (laughs) Oklahoma, right Ames, Iowa, it's fucking personal. Every asshole there
0: knows who you are. You're in Chicago, not only, but think about it. These are both these are both major areas where there isn't a professional sports team present. You live, you breathe, you die. What your local college brings to the table on a football level, right? I mean, so Chicago is such a market where. The bears are everything here, right? If we're talking football, we don't give a shit about big 10 football. Really? I uh, mean, <laughs> <Come on. laughs> I mean, Vince, I mean, listen, no Norman, it. it's no yeah. Norman. Yeah. It's no Norman. It's no Tuscaloosa. Yeah. It's, it's no, it's, it's, it, it's, it's none of that. Right. And, and basically how I view it is, you know, Small town guy wanted the opportunity to go coach on the highest level, and it's a top two, top five program. Easy, always. It's it's a legendary program. Yeah, it's one that's of the where, home- that,
1: That's where I disagree with you a little bit. To 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 then say to coach at a legendary level, Oklahoma is pretty fucking legendary, especially sure. they're, and and they're right up there. So you know, uh, and and certainly more relevant recently than than
0: uh USC well sure but think about in years past though like when when you know um OJ yeah I mean when 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 OJ's there and you know the Leinard era the Pete Carroll era all those guys running it through and and you know getting you the national championships and and then winning them and then okay then you lose to you lose to a big 12 team at the time in Texas horns down always But, you know, there's the thing though. It's, it's, it's big time. It's Southern California. It's LA. It's, it's Hollywood. Like I said, California dreaming. Oh, is great. It's a legendary franchise and
1: it's a legendary program. It'll always be that. And no one has left our program for another college program since fucking world war two. That's crazy. That is crazy. And so it is what it is, you know, and, you know, God bless USC. I wish great things for them. I hope they win national championships every fucking year. But, you know. <laughs> That's not true. No, it's not true. <laughs> that is not true at all. But, you know, the thing about it, I was talking to this cat today at work, you know, and he's an LSU fan. And this, and there's this perception that Oklahoma is just going to get railroaded in the SEC. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Vanderbilt? People forget their are Kentucky. Right, fucking Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Fuck, I think we're at least as good as those schools. Tennessee, fuck recently, we just uh, went two and oh on them on the fucking season. B- Bob Stoops particularly owns the Alabama series. So the notion that we're just gonna go to the SEC and just get fucking train tracked, I don't think that's necessarily the case. And so I don't think <laughs> it is either. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, I so the, 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 the idea that that Lincoln bitched out so hardcore thinking that we maybe are a 500 team in the sec it's like guy sure there's alabama and then every four or five years lsu's revelant every fucking 10 years you've got fucking auburn south carolina every 30 i mean really truly right who really is in that contention every year other than bama they've got solid programs they're better than the big 12 georgia right georgia yeah. here, i mean Georgia, yeah. to give
0: everybody an idea, Georgia has six five star recruits coming in next year.
1: Oh, yeah. I wouldn't, you know what? I wouldn't be six. Georgia gets into some recruiting trouble. Georgia's
0: be, defensive yeah. line, okay, that defensive line basically so, is going in the first half of this year's NFL draft.
2: I mean, the whole entire line is ridiculous. All right. That whole defense
0: is stupid. Good. I mean, it is, it is unlike anything I've seen on a since collegiate maybe level. Miami. Yeah, since maybe the U. I mean, yeah. and, and the rebirth of the U in the early 2000s. I mean, to, to, to think about this, though, I mean, Nathan, we have to be realistic now. I mean, OU is going to be thrown into the SEC, which I think is premature. And I really believe they're going to have a rough go of it here. And being the fan that I am, I, I'm just being realistic. I think it's going to be a rough go here for the next at least three to four years of joining the SEC because you have to play Bama, you have to play Georgia, you have to play LSU, you have to play Ole Miss. You, it, it doesn't
1: end. Yeah. Or well, Ole Miss, they're real world shakers. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I I I disagree so hard there that I mean I, I literally are fucking coming out of my coveralls right now.
0: Okay. Well, tell me yeah. why you disagree.
1: Okay, so LSU just coming off a national championship fucking season, right? What are they now? Fucking trash cans.
0: Well, they just hired Brian Kelly. Oh, that's we need to get into. I'm gonna
1: let you finish your rant, and then we're getting into the LSU hire. And I'm sure they'll be national champions next year because of it. But you know, right? So it's it's every one off. Right. But the Big 12 is just that way. Right. Texas Tech has been a top five team in the past. Right. Fucking Texas Tech. K State has gone to national championships. Right. From the eighties, since we're going all the way back to OJ's days. Right. So, so we have all these, all these teams that are very similar, truly. Now, is Georgia dominant these last two years? And certainly, of course, they are. So was Clemson. People thought Clemson train just flat out couldn't be stopped against Dabo Sweeney. We have found out this year that that is false, right? So it's not like Georgia is going to be running at this clip indefinitely to where Oklahoma comes in, Georgia, automatic loss. Why not? We shouldn't even play the game. Alabama, oh, my God. Even though we own the all-time record against Alabama, they're just too much football players for us. Fuck it. now. what What happened the last
0: time OU played Bama?
1: Yeah, well, sure. What happened last time Oklahoma State played Alabama, right? Shit fucking happens. I'm just
0: saying the Big 12 in general. I mean, when was the last time a Big 12 team beat an SEC powerhouse?
1: Almost every fucking year in the fucking bowl games. Dude, I wish I knew that fucking was coming. Auburn just got smoked, but I can't remember who it fucking was.
0: Um, Auburn didn't get smoked this past weekend. Auburn played Bama, and that was a boat race. They played well. That was a fun game to watch. That was a great game to watch. Um, So this just in. Isaiah Thomas is throwing shade at uh, Lincoln already. Uh, the old one, I assume, right? What's no, up? The,
1: we call him the IT department. He's our defensive tackle.
0: <laughs> right. You're talking the defense, about the
1: basketball
0: fucking No, defensive tackle, OU, Isaiah Thomas, oh, uh, reacts to a tweet by USC football, and it's a quote by Lincoln Riley saying, this is going to be the mecca of college football at Lincoln Riley, hashtag fight on with the peace sign. And then I say Thomas' comments, told us that last week.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so throwing heavy shade. I mean, listen, it's going to be interesting to see, but this is, I think, the perfect time to segue since we're yes. on the SEC. And I know OU's going to be in it next year. But Brian Kelly, another abrupt I'm out, man, decides to take the gig at LSU overnight. His team has to hear about it through news sources man
2: uh really quick Vince so, take it. i like notre dame notre dame's my team for better or for worse uh brian kelly's been with the team for a while and they've been pretty good he's a really good coach uh i don't understand at all how he's gonna fit in at lsu <laughs> personally yeah. he's he's a midwestern coach from massachusetts uh i saw this on twitter he goes by bayou brian now <laughs> so He's are you telling
1: agents probably... are a different breed? <laughs> uh, sir, so he I don't.
2: All I'm saying is I don't know if that man can get a tan. So we'll see what happens there. But just like Lincoln Riley, the same way, uh, Brian Kelly takes the job. His whole entire team learns about it via news sources, Twitter, whatever it may be. He has a meeting at 7 a.m. with the team today. Uh, he announced that he was leaving. So 7 a.m. He left the meeting at seven eleven. His players left the meeting at seven twenty three. And my biggest gripe with this is like, why didn't he just start it at seven thirty? They probably could have gotten more sleep. But also, like, like dude, like come on, you've been there for how many years? And at this point, you're just going to kind of like bounce. I don't right. know. It's it's sour taste in both situations, and
1: this one for that, sure. That program like Notre Dame, which is one that I I will willingly concede that Notre Dame obviously is a legacy school, right? Uh, football Jesus right I mean are you kidding me you know you want to talk about a mecca for college football players and they produce some incredible college football uh, pro football players out of that program to just up and leave to LSU which again to me is uh, kind of, it kind of makes sense to me uh, why at a third rate maybe yeah. they're relevant every so often we watch you watch mark my words LSU is relevant every so often and will and they will be that way under Brian Kelly but to to, to your point a midwestern guy in in louisiana have you ever been to god forsaken louisiana well, yeah
2: i've been to Baton Rouge.
1: let's go yeah you it's like being, <laughs> it's like being on a different planet
2: it's not chicago it, i'll tell you that <laughs> yeah oh man. well
0: to, to kind of come in on this brian kelly i i, I another one i think he could have handled this far differently than the way he did I believe that he has given and had given everything to the Notre Dame program over Mm -hmm. this past 11 years. I don't think there was anywhere else to go. You know, you've been in the BCS era, you went to a national championship against Bama, got still not in the conference.
2: Still not no, I know
0: still not in a conference.
2: That's what I'm saying. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs>
0: Come you on, know, st- still not, still not conference. Technically they're in the ACC as a school, but football is its own independent and that's fine. Notre Dame's always had the aura of, you know, the first class uh, of football in the Midwest. That's, that's always been what it's been on a collegiate level. Um, I just feel as if Brian Kelly, I think his voice was getting old. I think it was time for him basically and LSU. I mean, they, I mean here's one thing we've eliminated out of all of these discussions is money. They oh, they're just,
2: getting paid.
0: Brian Kelly just got paid almost 100 mil for the next 10 years. He got $95 million over 10 years.
2: Yeah, I take it.
0: And on top of that, Notre Dame had the opportunity to match it, and they were like, no.
1: Yeah, well, of course. And that's that, again, that goes back to the programs and what I call the nuclear arms race of college football. When you're in these top tier programs, money is not is irrelevant. It really is. LSU, uh, there's always North, a number.
0: But there really there's always is. a number. Always. It, really. from, a, from a personal standpoint. You know what I'm saying?
1: From a if personal money, standpoint. If money was a number, right? When LSU, sorry ass LSU, and Baton Rouge, Godforsaken Louisiana, America, offers $95 million, and order James says, Sure, buddy. You want $95 million? Everybody gets $95 million. There is no number, right? Because the amount of money made by college football is so bananas. Right, right. And the, the Board of Regents, the alums that come out of these major universities that run the United States, that literally sign blank checks. I mean, it makes no difference. And yet another, another you know, kind of segue to that. The San Diego Chargers are now the Los Angeles Chargers because they went to the city because nobody would give them uh, money to fucking – and they didn't have the finances certainly after they're paying all these players, right, to build a new stadium in San Diego. And the taxes are so outrageous in California, none of the cities – my wife is from Chul Vista, su- southern, just south of San mm-hmm. Diego, between the border in San Diego. Man, and they couldn't – they were going all over. And none of those suburbs and those towns and cities around San Diego would finance them. OU was like, hey, we want an addition of the stadium, right? 230 fucking million, dollars, no problem. Didn't raise taxes. It was raised privately by the Board of Regents of Oklahoma. So when we say there's always a number, the amount of revenue generated by these big-time football programs can- is so out of control. That these guys could give a shit less as long as they're winning. Winning is the most important thing. But oh, winning, winning is everything in college. Winning
2: cures everything. Uh, everything. Uh, the thing with this too, uh, at least for me, it's like a big difference between the two. Is there's a couple guys that came out um, being offered jobs. I mean, Tommy Reese was offered the OC job at LSU, and then. The, uh-huh. Director of Football Performance Matt Ballis um, is expected to stay in South Bend too after being offered a position there and with significant money. I like Tommy Reese personally. I think he's a decent coach. He was obviously a pretty good quarterback when he was a quarterback, so I like to see it. But it is kind of uh, redeeming, at least a little bit, to see a couple of these guys stay and just kind of you know keep the keep the train rolling.
1: I don't yeah, we start hours like the OU assistant coaches. <laughs>
2: <laughs> who knows that's that's yet to be seen
0: i i think uh, a couple of these guys might split even though uh, on his day of leaving brian kelly did give his defensive coordinator the the green light saying that basically that's the guy saying he has the 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 person he the, he has the the grit to do it and he is the guy to do to it to
2: be that coach you're saying right so yeah th- that's
0: marcus freeman i mean that's what that's what he said on his day of leaving. He said Marcus yeah, I mean, Freeman
2: is the guy. Notre Dame beat writer for the Athletic says they're already talking about elevating him anyway. So I wouldn't that wouldn't be anywhere outside of the question. The thing that interests me because you know headlines. So <laughs> Urban Meyer, no. Jacksonville Jaguars head coach, on record saying this multiple times that Notre Dame is his dream job, multiple occasions.
0: All right. Nate, for you should G. i should i start with this or do you want
1: to i will god i hope <laughs> not for you vinny G. why dude because, he, wins. he wins yeah and he also you know gets you know you know national media attention for the wrong reasons every uh-huh. time and then he leaves programs and just absolute disarray because he bends the rules worse than bill belichick does yeah you know and and why oh, have is that like a side shot on bill damn <laughs> oh that's a base side yeah. shot on bill <laughs> hey i love I, hey i love you some bill belichick you ain't cheating you ain't trying right that's true. urban right. meyer Ur, Ur, urban meyer takes it a step further than that right yeah um you know bill belichick he likes to flirt with danger urban meyer just likes to go and get random you know 18 year old waitresses to sit on his lap you know <laughs> urban meyer's he did he you don't dip- you don't know what she does for work
2: Oh, a, yeah. She's a nice
1: well, I, lady <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely and about 52 years younger than that. <laughs> yeah but you heard I, about that but you know it look man you know urban meyer is a is a cancer if urban meyer was to come to oklahoma i i oh, literally i literally will have a triple bypass surgery <laughs> my heart <laughs> will <was like> not broken <laughs> dude i dude man it'll be, be great
2: for like
0: program. five years it'll be i was great gonna for say like
2: i i kind of wish he does because i feel like we're gonna call you on and be like greatest hiring you know you hell
1: no i'm a man of my word buddy i, I got gotcha. you i call balls and strikes that cancer comes to oklahoma which is about par what we'll, we might do something that stupid i hope not <laughs> no, no. i don't think you will i don't He's think so boy.
0: so to, I, to 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 give the the follow-up to this i let nate go first on this i agree with exactly what he's saying urban will come in he'll win he'll get you to where you want to go but the fallout from that is like a nuclear fucking holocaust yeah yeah it is terrible it will just put
1: that if it'll be like urban meyer would be the headline urban meyer Underage uh, women snorting cocaine in random motel, you know, South Bend. It's, it's,
0: it's, but he it's wins. South, it's South wins. Bend.
1: You know he the wins. reason it's
0: South Bend. You know, Bend. It's, it's football Jesus. It's a Catholic high school. I don't think for his atrocities, for that reason exactly, he won't be hired.
2: They can't he, repent his sins. N- no, know. they
0: cannot repent his sins. No matter how much <laughs> he wins, football Jesus will not look down upon him in a positive light. No, absolutely. So, I'm, I'm with you, Vince. I think they're going to go internal here. They're going to yeah. understand that they might suck for the next couple of years, but they're going to build it up back slow and get back to, you know, being a top 10 program.
2: I just hope they find a guy that can be consistent. And I hope that they join a freaking conference eventually because that'll man, never happen. That, that'll, I, don't I don't know. Never happen. It will. I'd say, I'd say if you put a 10, if you put a 10 year stopwatch right now, they're going to be in a conference by the end of that. You
0: know, everybody is sleeping on right now. From a who? coaching standpoint, and I'm talking OU, I'm talking Notre Dame, I'm talking all these new I feel openings. like I
2: know what you're putting down right now. Who is it? Lane Kiffin.
0: Mm, I think, because I I I'm a Lane guy, but yeah. I think Lane has what it takes. Norman, think about this. No,
1: no, no. 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 <laughs> you right. You're dirty now.
0: Think about not this. Think Lane. about Lane. Running his offense, oh, man. he's more of a you girlfriend know, pro-
1: than freaking Lincoln Riley is. Not Prodigy,
0: Lane Kiffin. Prodigy. Don't Lane put that
1: on me, evil. Don't OU. put that evil on me. <laughs> Don't, you evil on me.
0: <laughs> Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? I'm just saying, it it makes sense for OU. He's a young oh, guy. He's, he's a great not. recruiter. No, he's horrible. He knows no. the SEC. No, he just came from the SEC. If he chooses to leave Ole Miss, blasted i'm just saying it, it makes a lot of sense there I are worse hires. Be than hiring there are worse hires
2: but he's been to like every sec school at this point <laughs> he's been to tennessee
0: Ole miss offensive coordinator for alabama yeah then he was with uh he was a usc head coach for a little bit he also was in florida too for the raiders yeah fau
2: Florida atlantic yeah
0: yeah, Florida Atlantic, if anybody wants to get a good chuckle, go watch the Florida Atlantic intro the video press conference <laughs> from like a decade ago. He's so hungover. I think I've posted hungover lane before. I'm going to yeah, do what I talked about post it. this one. I
2: think um one guy also that I thought you were talking about, I feel like Luke fickle has got something coming soon. Cincinnati seems like a breeder school just waiting to send a guy to a bigger he's program, leaving, man. I don't I don't right he, now but
1: ah, there's a lot more money out there than that incidentally. yeah yeah and he'll get you know drum rolled by georgia and then someone will make him an offer you oh, yeah. know georgia will whoop him 75 to nothing or something naturally because they have to do <laughs> oh yeah yeah by you know. the
0: way to go into this now okay because we're talking about this okay uh the the tops have been have been stated and uh Georgia's one Michigan is two. Yep. Bama's three Cincinnati is four.
2: Notre Dame's five, right?
0: Notre Dame is six and Oklahoma effing state is five. Oh, it's Ohio state. Seven. Then Ohio state is seven. Ole Miss is eight. Baylor is nine. Oregon is 10.
2: You want to know what I want to see? What I do you want to see, Vince? I want to see Brian Kelly leave Notre Dame. Notre Dame somehow makes it in the playoff and they just win the whole <laughs> totally evidence. It's not going to happen, but that would be the funniest thing to happen on earth.
1: Nate, how do you feel about those rankings? Oh, those are great rankings. You know, whatever, you know, Cincinnati, again, they don't play nobody all year long. You know, they get to basically have, uh, uh, a year long preseason. Um, and so all their guys are fresh and healthy, you know, honestly, that they is- play Houston. They play Houston on Saturday.
0: I oh, want man. everybody to think about this for a second. Houston has played everybody very closely this year. Okay. Two lost team. I'm just saying don't sleep on Houston to beat Cincinnati because Cincinnati almost lost to fucking Tulsa. Right, because you know they're the number four team in the country. Number four team? The yeah, I don't think so. I think what? if anybody deserves, you can't the knock four.
1: them until they lose though. But Vince, uh, yeah, they almost can. lost. They're to playing Tosa. junior varsity all year. It's just, it's just a different, it's just a different animal.
2: We had that this conversation really. before too. No, and I know exactly what you're saying. But like, you got to play who's on your schedule. So like, well, there's man. really no like way to do it. So it's kind of like if you're gonna set the precedent, like either they got to lose. Or like you have to be in a power five conference to make it anywhere near that.
1: Of course. And so they, they, the committee obviously bitched up and they're like, there's so much public pressure to get Cincinnati in and all its crap or whatever. But you know, it's, it's, it, it's irrelevant. O- honestly, I, I agree with the 10 year stopwatch on Notre Dame on a conference. I would also put that same 10 year uh, stopwatch on the NCAA completely be reinvented and i honestly think it's a lot more like the nfl i think they're going to take all these cincinnatis houston uh southwest georgia uh you know little sisters of the poor state ucfs yeah all those clowns will be in a completely different deal and florida states alabamas miamis oklahomas nebraska's michigan's the big boy schools will be in a complete conference (laughs) by themselves right northwestern uh I, I think the big boy programs will have to completely segregate themselves because there's what 131 d1 teams it's too many teams too, yeah right? yeah way too many there's, right? there's a lot there's a lot
0: i i just think if we're going to go back to the luke fickle thing i think he's going to stay another year at cincinnati they're going to transition to the big 12 next year so they're going to be in a legitimate conference that's true okay? So they're going to basically take the slot where OU left. Now, if they play very well in the big 12 and he is running and gunning again to win a big 12 championship and he's going in there and playing big competition, well, then I could see him getting a job like Notre Dame or another job slot. That'll be open next
2: year. Yeah, that's where Kelly came from too. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. No Kelly did come from Cincinnati and was a stud. So who knows? Maybe he walks in those footsteps. It's going to be interesting to see, nonetheless. Now, the coaching carousel is going to go. It's going to go up and down. So, Nathan, who do you think winds up being your final head coach? Who's your, fi- who's your final choice, and then who do you think it's going to end up being at OU? One, two, three, Marco DeMarco Murray is my
1: final choice. I know that it's, that it's, not, it's obviously not going to happen, and I think, that's a, I think that is a, a swing and a miss. Uh, and I think that's unfortunate. DeMarco Murray would be my number one, uh, and then I think we're going to get sorry-ass Brent Venables, and they're going <laughs> to have to have the fucking water boy hold him back because he's such a compassionate, fiery coach. He
2: cares, fucking- bro. He cares. <laughs> he cares yeah. a
1: lot. All right, Vince, <laughs> yeah. you
2: next. Go. Uh, it's going to be Marcus Freeman. Uh, I actually would – At pers- OU? Oh, wait, oh, OU. I thought you were no, talking want, about No, N-R-A. I want
0: your opinion
2: Oh, I mean, he's if Bob so right about ND. I am. I, I love Notre Dame. Uh, If Bob Stoops doesn't come back, it's going to be Venables. So.
0: All right, I'm going. I'm going out on a limb here. I'm going to say Matt Campbell. I'm going to say Matt Campbell, and if it's not going to be Bob Stoops, because I do th- still think there is a farts chance in hell that Bob Stoops comes back, coaches this bowl game. Possible.
2: Yeah, I
0: and... think it's very possible, Nathan. I think he's going to no. come back, coach this bowl game, get the itch again, and be like, I'm back. And, and OU and everyone there, as you know, is going to fucking love it because he's a god in that town.
1: Yeah, except for for the true insider football fans and the ones that really know Bob Stoops. He hates the social media generation. He's just not into it. No, they so got he, people to handle that. Yeah, that's no, what the yeah, PR team sure. is for. Yeah, but he's still going to have to talk to these kids. And he's going to be so far disconnected from them. And it will be so odd. I just don't think doing one for the Gipper, those years are over, you know? Uh, Yeah, sure. You can send your marketing team to LA and say, Hey, come play for us. Uh, I just don't think that that's going to work. And no one, these kids, they didn't grow up watching powerhouse Oklahoma football, right? It's been a while since we've won a national championship, our last one. Um, They don't really know who OU is. Uh, We got good. We got good recruiting nationally um we do a good job there but I a lot of that we was were. because of riley yeah a lot of that was reposed of riley but bob stoops had guys from california too and florida and maryland um some of his biggest names actually really weirdly we we're getting a lot of kids out of the dc maryland area um, uh, and then hey, that's that's that's
0: that's what's his nuts that's the quarterback right now
1: yeah caleb williams he's from dc
0: yeah, that's your boy uh,
2: well, yeah, we'll see. We'll Rattler's see. Rattler's uh, transferring too. It's just his oh, thing.
0: Rattler's. Tra- Do you think there's another thing? Do you think Caleb uh, is going to transfer to USC? No. Uh uh-uh. uh. You think no. he stays?
1: Yeah, I think he stays. That's his ship. It's his program. And they got that number one kid coming out. He doesn't want to compete like that. Not like, not, not is stupid. And he'll, by end the way, up- that, that
0: number one recruit out of, uh, california has decommitted and is now going to sign with usc
2: Hmm.
1: yeah that makes too much sense that's that's what i was saying he's not going to go there and compete with that with with a job like that there's no reason out of it yeah (laughs) yeah there's no there's no reason to be in a two quarterback situation like that signer so yeah he won't he won't do that so caleb will stay okay
0: Um, well let's move on to let's move on to notre dame who are you picking for notre dame nathan
1: uh, you know, I, I don't even know, man. I, I don't, I wouldn't, I Ain't wouldn't. That even, connected. Yeah. I haven't even connected. I'm still pissed off and I know DeMarco Murray's not getting the job. So I'm pissed.
2: Maybe he'll get hired another Dame. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. you go. <laughs> I yeah, don't
1: think so. That'd be cool. Though. I have no idea who would go to Notre Dame. You know, I mean, again, they're in the same situation that OU is. They can write blank checks too. So they can get whoever they want, you know? Yeah.
0: All right. Go ahead. You already kind of alluded to it, but go it's ahead. Freeman.
2: Dude. Yeah. I mean, I personally want Fickle to go there. I would love to see Fickle in a big uh at a big school. Um, but I think that's gonna happen within the next couple uh years. But I think Freeman's got the job just based on what they're saying in the back end, what their front office is saying. Um, but I don't know. Tommy Reese staying at OC, it could it could honestly be a pretty easy move for them where they don't just get completely dismantled.
0: It's the path of least resistance. I'm yeah. with you there. I agree with you there. But I could foresee a scenario, as much as I hate to say this, I could see Urban. Me too. I could see Urban coming in. He's done with the NFL. He sucks. And there's no real path in sight. He's lost that team weeks ago. They don't want to play for him. It's over. So if he doesn't get shit-canned, he's going to shit can himself, basically. Yeah. Um, great episode, boys, to end it. Who are our national championship picks? Everybody pick one. All right, Nate, go first.
1: Boomer Sooner, Oklahoma Sooners. That can't <laughs> happen. Top four. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> Nothing, nothing's impossible if you put your mind to it, boys. That's true. I Come love on, that. though. Come
0: on, though. For real. Who are you taking?
1: Uh, Georgia. I, yeah. I mean, they very well could blank check everyone in the college football playoffs. That's ridiculous. Straight up. So. In uh, Alabama, they're not the Alabama of the past. Uh, mm-hmm. Michigan, that goofball Jim Harbaugh—I don't even think that guy knows what. I love that guy. Bears legend. Yeah. Hey, He's Bears
0: legend, and and you know what? He he got the biggest win of his career last weekend. Fuck and
1: yeah, that was
2: awesome.
0: Such a great game. That's that's what college football is all about, bro. Yeah, I mean it really is. So, Vince, you taking Georgia as well?
2: I mean, I don't think anybody can score more than fourteen points on them. So, yeah. <laughs> they're amazing I think,
0: I think we all agree on the georgia and now we're just going to let it play out uh norman nate as always
2: thank really you yes thank you
1: yeah thank you guys for having me man it's always a hoot taco vinny g and talk to uh, chicago mike man i've really appreciated this guys it's been fun
0: now we're, yes, sir. we're happy to give you a platform to vent your fandom of <laughs> OU. uh i i will always say this is the most bittersweet day for me as being a college football fan but uh Definitely excited to see what the future has to hold for uh, both programs and excited to uh, come back here with you in the next few weeks. We'll, we'll have a, uh, a pre-college football playoff show to go into everything nitty gritty.
1: So uh, I'm looking
0: forward to it, boys.
1: And, and I'll, 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 I'll get out of this OU mindset. And by then Brent Venerables will be, you know, running around. Norman. Your best friend. <laughs> yeah, not that, but I, yeah. I hope I'll <laughs> stop having seizures I'll be on medicine, uh, you know, and probably, probably be in institutions where I'll probably be, you know. No, so. don't even predict that. Yeah. But uh, the mind uh, such a know.
0: fragile thing. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's end on be a, a positive I'll a, note.
1: I'll be a disaster. So <laughs> I'll, I'll be over it by the time we have our next one. and yes, uh, sir. We'll be ready.
0: All right. Well, taxi squad college football episode number three in the books. Uh, it's always a great time. And uh, as always, everybody like, follow, share, and of course subscribe, 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 subscribe as always. All right, we're out. Thank you. Peace. Thank you. Peace.